What's up, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Lumen Project. I'm Chris Angel here with Jeff Bernheisel. What's up, Jeff? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Remember Arsenio <laughs> Hall? I all of a sudden just thought of like the dog pound. Woo, 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 woo. Uh-huh. Dating myself there. But... His gigantic hands. I think that dude yes, had yes. fingers that are just, yeah. you can palm a basketball really easily. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, hey, we're talking about routine killing indecision routine kills indecision which is great because i think um if i was honest there um let me see if i can't frame this a little bit better there have been times in my life where i've had a lot of indecision i feel like in life i'm pretty purposeful right now but even in being purposeful right now i'm finding it very hard to want to find energy and motivation to do the things i know i'm here for to do (laughs) so even in my purpose i'm i'm feeling indecision (laughs) which is kind of nuanced and funny i was looking at one of one of the notes i took recently on a little coaching call was uh having cre- it, we called it creation sedation mm. so like we're we're all trying to be creators these days and create content and topics and all the things that we do yeah. and sometimes you just get to the point where you know like life gets in the way or you're overwhelmed or you just you're indecisive yeah. or whatever and and you get like sedated and you just can't yeah. do anything and that's how I felt for a little while. And then we talked last week about getting out of a rut and some yeah, of the right. stuff that we do to do that. Hmm. And the indecisiveness of being in a rut sometimes, like you, you just get, you're like, you're there and you're just like, uh, and then you get to a point where you need to make a choice about something. And you're like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I right. feel like I'm tired. That, that's what my thing. Usually my thing is like, I'm so tired. I just don't feel like making a choice it's super funny uh, uh, this is totally random but a friend of mine from way back in the day posted on linkedin today about how he's he's really good he's really really good at running his business and he can you know make decisions all day long but when it comes to his personal life when he goes home he's the ceo of this like cool software company and he goes home and he's just like i don't want to make choice i don't want to make decisions anymore he's like i can't you know, yeah. My my wife comes and says like, oh, what do you want for dinner? And he's like, I don't care. I don't want to make a decision. And he's not like he's he does it in a nice way. But uh, yeah, right. We were, we were chatting back and forth, and I was like, that's why people like Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg and some of these other guys just wear jeans and a t shirt or a turtleneck because they spend so much of their time making decisions yep. at work or these big important decisions that when it comes to the little daily nuance things. Waking up and choosing what to wear. What, yeah. Like I have two. Like I wake up and every day I'm like, God, I don't know what to wear today. I work at home. I, th- th- this is my public interaction <laughs> other than going to get lunch. But, <laughs> right. but it's like one of the hardest choices I have to make every day is what to wear and which cologne to put on. Uh, yeah. And, and kind of it's like, why is that? We get to this point of like hmm. indecision, indecisiveness about the dumbest stuff sometimes. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That's good. I think there's a lot of um, fatigue that happens, especially if you're purpose driven. If you're if you're up to something, kind of like your point with the CEO friend, like when you when you're um, holding intention for very specific things to happen, and then it's time to check out from that. Like there's some fatigue that sets in. I I, I have a a coffee table behind me right here in my office, and it's piling up. It's just getting. I was cleaning stuff out for New Year's and then like all the stuff I couldn't figure out where it goes is sitting on that table. And I'm like, I just have no interest or desire. It, it's bothering me that it's there, <laughs> but but the pain isn't big enough for me to do anything about it. Cause I'm like, I just don't want to deal with that. Yeah. 
and that is a metaphor for life, everyone. And that's I have the same pile on my. I have an L-shaped desk, so that same pile with even the bigger. books that I. It's like books that I have in my queue to read, right? And then just a bunch of like random other things yeah. <laughs> that yeah. should go any any other place in my domain other than that pile on my desk. But yeah. But to get to the point of today's topic of the routine, I think yeah. I showed it to you earlier. I. Part, part of what I'm doing today and moving forward, because this is going back to last week, like what what I what I know I need to do to get out of the rut that I seemingly have been in. And I can already feel it changing because I've been very like intentional about it this week. So today and what I'm doing after this call, I've got a printout of just a blank weekly calendar yep. and I will go and put in, you know, my work hours, obviously eight to five or whatever that is. But like, what do I do? I used to call them my CEO mornings. So like every morning before I go to work, I'm the CEO of you know my, myself, yep. I need to get up and meditate or work out or, you know, read or whatever it may be. So I'm going to create a new routine every morning and then after work. Hmm. So, you know, as an example, I showed you like these calls. So like on Tuesdays we do these calls. And then after that, I'm going to do an hour of, X. And then after that, I'm going to do an hour of reading or my uh, DJ training or whatever it may be. Yeah, that's what I'm going to you know, work on today yep. because building that routine makes it to where I don't have to make a choice. I don't have that indecision creeping up on me. Right. So every single day I can just look at my calendar, look my, my watch will pop up and be like, it's time to read. Right. Awesome. Yeah. I don't have to think about it. I can just go do it. And yeah. my brain works really, really well that way. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I was just thinking about there. There are um, people who there are men who have read Atomic Habits, and mm-hmm. will think about some of the hacks and and tips in that book. Um, bookending, you know, bookending a habit on 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 top of something that you already have momentum doing. Or so there are the, some of us who have read stuff like that and we're like, yeah, yeah, no, I know that already. And then right, and then there's those who haven't read that where you're like, oh, that's a good tip. But for those of us that have read that kind of stuff and are like, yeah, yeah, no, I know that. Where I'm finding uh, um, some interest in this particular topic is um, how else I might do it, right? Like just because I know that doesn't mean that my coffee table is now clear. Like it's still, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we know these things, but then but then there's another area of life that goes unevaluated um, um, or where I have indecision, each of us has indecision. I just don't know anybody that's ascended indecision. You know, like I have no ascent. I don't know any ascended masters in my life who have ascended indecision in <laughs> all areas, right? Like again, there's certain areas where we're very clear, very succinct, but then there are places where we're not. Yeah, and I mean, I'm the same as my buddy, where it's like you know, during the day, yeah. when it comes to marketing and my job and all, all the things I do, like I can make those decisions, snap, snap yeah. judgments any any day of the week, but then afterwards shit i'll go drive around for an hour trying to figure out what i want to eat for dinner because i just i'm like yeah i'm like my brain is done for the day i don't want to make a decision and i know i need to eat right right and eventually i'll just settle on some you know whatever's easiest or whatever's closer yeah but you know that gets to the point where like now in my neighborhood like i have to drive further and further out because i'm like i'm tired of the same 10 things yeah yeah that's interesting i can think of right now in my life um if I'm just being transparent, because I think that's an important piece of what we're doing here is, you know, like 
Jeff and Chris aren't flexing as if Jeff and Chris have all the answers and are living the have it all lifestyle. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like yeah. we're we're just being honest with our journey. And I think if I looked at, um, I've started to get um, when I don't have food prepped in my fridge, um, it gets really hard to stay on something that feels. I just kind of go to what's convenient or easy. Same thing with working out. Like right now, I'm not really working out. I, I walk my dogs, but I just have a lot of indecision about how I want to do that. And so I can see areas of my life right now where I'm not being uh, decisive. And yeah, uh, and I don't have a routine. And I think some of the que- – actually, that's interesting because if I think about that, I'm like what – I think some of my question around like let's say working out right now is like, I know how to create a routine. I'm like, I'm just looking for something that feels good. So it's almost like the routine, there's some reframing that is missing for me that would help me create a routine, you know? Yeah. And it's funny. I, I mean, for the longest time, and especially like my real estate coach that I hired back in the day would harp on me. Mm -hmm. You need to create, you know, time blocking, like you need to time block your days and you need to tell your clients you're available. You're not available, whatever it may be, because you're doing your lead generation or you're doing this or that. And, I mean, it's the same thing where it's like, I, I, I know I should have time blocked out my calendar. I know I should have a routine in place, but I think for myself, at least for the last, like probably year, I have not been doing that because I just needed a break from it. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Kind of like what you're saying, like, you know, you're supposed to do it. And, uh, and then it just gets kind of like too routine, too mundane so it's all, you know, like when you cycle off and on of certain like nootropics, sure. say like steroids or any, you know, any sort of medication where you're, you're taking something like that and you're supposed to like take it for a month or two and then like stop taking it for a month and then get back on it so that your body doesn't like creatine. I think, you know, if you're working out a ton back in the day, I used to do creatine supplements, Yeah, but you're supposed to stop taking it for a while so that your body can not yeah. Like stop creating it on its own. Coffee's that way, I think. Coffee's one. Yeah, of those I, mean, I think you're like because your body gets used to it. Or you're, you know, you, it stops some of its effectiveness because you just kind of yeah. get people that uh, do like eye drops. I, you've heard of people that get uh, addicted to eye drops, and then your body quits creating tears of its own because it's like it doesn't need to yeah, because you're right. constantly dripping that shit in there. Yeah. I don't like it's been a while since I've run into yeah. anybody that's addicted to eye drops, but I had a buddy that used to be that way. And then he was like, yeah, I can't stop now because basically my tear ducts have dried up and now I have to put uh, eye drops in. Uh, wow. Interesting. Huh? So yeah. it's kind of, it's probably the same. Like mentally we get to the point where we're like, all right, I know I should do this, but I just need to take a little break. But then I think what happened for me is I got in that rut. Yeah. Right. And then I got to the point where I'm like, all right, I need, like, I need help. I need to figure this out. You know, s- step one right. is getting back into the habit of mm-hmm. creating a routine. And, you know, I, I know yeah. the little tasks that I should be doing. That's the I real know. masterful thing. I think like the, like the first time you hear about routine, you're like, and you're in, you're in that season of life where hustle and, and uh, going out and getting what you want to get in the world. Like routine is this like total you know, cool idea. And then, and then if you go through rebellious phase, like I have, and I think maybe you have, you're like, fuck routine. I don't need, you know, I'm not doing that shit anymore. I'm not going to hustle for anybody. And then, you know, I was like, I'm done with that. And then, and then I've come back now to a space where I'm like, I see the value of routine because I have a purpose. I have a vision. I have a thing I want to do. 
I'm also mm-hmm. not willing to just be some blind monkey about routine. I'm not just, I'm not a yes man. I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. So I'm not just like, yay, rah, rah routine. I'm like, I want to have a reason for and meaning behind my routines. And I think that's the next phase I'm in. It's like really finding what routines matter to me and why, you know? Yeah. And I think that for me, cause I was, I was thinking about it a lot today, like as the topic of discussion and, you know, I wake up like on most day on, on any given day, work-wise or I mean I think just waking up even before work health-wise and mental focus and all of that and just trying trying to maximize my day you know I can I can spend the first hour hour and a half two hours of work like (laughs) dilly-dallying like checking emails Uh figuring out what I'm gonna do for the day like I'm really good like I I keep task notes and I have my to-do list almost you know down to the day I, I try to do it I do it by the week. And then lately I've actually been breaking it down to do it by the day. Hmm. Um, and I think that helps because I don't have to sit there for an hour and try to figure out what to do because it's just yeah. in front of me. And I just need to like, this is just going to tell me what I need to go do. And you know, that sounds boring kind of, if you, if you think about it, like, like really, you know, like there's no excitement in your life. Like, yeah, like you always have to leave a little bit of wiggle room. Cause like, I can't plan my whole day out by the minute. Right. So I do time blocking chunks, you know, eight to five is work. Maybe it's five 30 to six 30 is this. And then I leave a half an hour in between just in case something comes up or, you know, whatever. I'm never, it's never going to be so precise down to the minute like that. But right. so it doesn't really get boring. It's, it can be mundane at times, but, but like right. I said, if you're super focused and you know, and you're on a mission and your purpose is to get to the point of like maximizing how you feel and how, how much stuff you get done. Like it's the way to go. Yeah. I, it just, it's just finding what works for you. I, I love, um, I, I, I know that I'm better when I'm with other people. So if, um, part of my routine is about, um, putting myself in spaces with other people, right. Because I can be decisive when I'm with other people. Mm -hmm. So maybe, I mean, I'm, I'm spitballing here. I, I don't like the idea of going to a gym for working out because I have a home gym and I like the idea that it's here, but if I'm not using it, what's the point? You know, the idea that there is a, if I'm, if I'm better with people and I can be decisive with people, then having people around me for working out is an interesting idea to play with. Um, With the idea of uh, a a meal plan that I'm following, actually I am following my meal plan, but that was starting January 2nd. Um, uh, Food prepping and, but having others again around it would be good. You know, it's, funny to me as i'm saying this i'm realizing this is what the lumen project is is for it's like we have a community of people surrounding us doing the same thing right uh uh duh yeah like you know right yep yeah it's i mean it's funny how you don't think about every every little thing in life can be easier when you have a community of people doing it with you (laughs) just yeah no doubt this is why peloton became so damn successful because they gamified it and they created a community yeah. A hardcore community yeah. of of members that are, you know, paying, I mean, should I pay whatever it is, like fifty nine or four times a month or whatever it is? And yeah. right. I don't use it as much as I probably could or should, but but when I do use it, I freaking love it because it's gamified. I'm ultra competitive. So I get on and try to yeah. beat my previous time. I get on and try to like any of the classes that I do, I want to be at the top. Like I and I I mean shit, there are 
like professional bike riders in some of these classes that I do. And I'm like, I can't do half of the speed and, and endurance as whoever yeah. that is, you know, right. Bill, Bill Bob seven, six, nine from New Jersey or whatever they're, you know, they all, <laughs> right. all screaming. So you don't know yeah, who yeah. it is, but yeah, That's, man, I, yeah. I love it because it's got that community aspect and the game gamification and community, those two things together. The, I think um, what's, what's even to build on that, um, for me to go on to Peloton and start trying to network my way around Peloton to find who do I know here that I share something in common with where I could jump on the next class with them and, you know, toss shit at them for, you know, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm on your heels. I'm going to get you, you know, and make it kind of fun to, to, to uh, banter. I mean, that's, I'm not probably not going to do that, but, but to have a group of people uh, in this case, men in the Lumen project who then jump on Peloton specifically and say, okay, guys, look, here's our, here's my Peloton name. What's your Peloton? Let's find each other, and then let's jump on the class. And like that yeah. actually would be fun. You can do it. I mean, 100% when you sign up and you do this, and it asks you to share yeah. your contacts, and it will it'll be like, I mean, I have three or four pretty good friends, and you know, when we when we all first got them, mm-hmm. you can challenge each other, nice. yeah. and 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 you can see you know who rode that day or who didn't, and and it's yeah. uh it adds to it for sure. And I, I, that was one of the things where I was like, like, it's cool. And it's not because, you know, then, then your buddies are able to talk shit. They're like, you, you're a lazy ass. You haven't ridden for a week. <laughs> <And then laughs> <I ridden> <laughs> accountability. <laughs> yeah. It's so that same, same thing, that accountability. And I mean, that's why they did it. Whoever, whoever invented the Peloton and the community around it was a, yeah. a, a I would say a community building genius. Yeah, no, I like that. I like the if I again take it further, then the whole one, one of the things that is interesting to me in the last several years of my life about networking and building networks is, um, well, I my background's real estate, so was, I mean, you have a background in real estate. Mm-hmm. It's very common in in business, um, especially real estate, to say, okay, go go write down everybody you know and put it in a spreadsheet. This is how we build mm-hmm. our databases, right? Yeah, friends, family, and the problem with it is that's random. Like the, I mean, there's no thing that is tying us all together except for me. I am the common denominator. We don't all share a passion in Peloton and we don't all have, we're not all purpose driven for making a difference in the, so our networks tend to be this random um, accumulation of people from all walks of life. And I think where networks start to pick up steam and leverage is in, that we're all pointed in a direction. You know, Seth Godin says a tribe is a group of people connected to one another, one another, a leader and an idea. And it's the idea that we're all connected to that, like in the Lumen Project, right? That the idea is that we're men who are here for a purpose. Yep. Right? And to have a network like that who, back to Peloton, can jump on Peloton. Like, I like hanging out with those people because I know that they're on a similar walk of life. Versus my other friend from who knows where is on Peloton. I don't have anything in common with them except for we're Facebook bikes, or whatever. Torturing yourselves. <laughs> it's doing life together. It's doing life together with people I choose to do life together with, not doing life together with people who happen to be my friend. Yeah, but, I, I would yeah summarize that and say it's being being selective about yeah. where you're going and who you're going there with. Part of the reason why yeah. I think we just decided on the date for our first uh, for our first event. So 
we'll mention that (laughs) to the people but yeah so sometime we'll finalize it and put it out to the world on our website but in march we're going to be doing our first networking event and we're going to be selective you know we're going to invite certain people and we're going to have topics that are revolving around that just just that of like being purpose-driven and and purpose and profits the the event title is even polarizing like it's it's about purpose and profits it's not profits it's not hustle your way to profits it's purpose and profits because yeah. i mean profits are important like but but that we're putting purpose on the front end of that like that that will attract certain people and even that's being intentional about who you surround yeah. yourself with i want to i want to top grade my contacts with people who are up to something up to a purpose <laughs> i like know? that upgrade instead of upgrade yeah. upgrade <laughs> yeah top grading i want to do both this it was actually one of the one of the things i talked about i don't know if we recorded it in one of the podcasts but i it was intentionally being around people that are doing better and bigger things than myself this year so i'm trying to be more selective when i you know when i go to events or if i'm going to go hang out with friends or whatever it may be i i'm i am choosing to be more selective selective and purposeful about that this year yeah. and i i would bet that at the end of the year i'll look back and i i don't think i could be like regretful about that choice right like yeah. i don't think that can do me any harm other than you know if i if i'm hanging out with a bunch of billionaires right now and i'm like i'm like i'm not even a millionaire like that can be motivating it can also be demotivating at times if they're out doing stuff that i can't do yeah. You know, some people are going to be like, I will do the work to get there. And other people will be like, man, I can't do that. So, you know, you have to be careful about that. But I think that's just a matter of having a a positive outlook on life when, you know, and, and constantly trying to yeah. be better and do better. Yeah, dude, which by the way, to bring it back to routine is a routine in itself, you know, to have a routine of how you frame your life. I mean, that I think last year, 2023 was one of my toughest years ever. And mm-hmm. there were some really good things that happened in that year for me, um, big things, but then it was just a really tough year. And I, one of the breakthroughs for me in that was um, getting into a rhythm, a routine even of reframing my day and getting to a place where my energy was positive and up. Even when I started my day feeling down, like the ability to on purpose do that, that's, that's powerful. It was for me. And that was where I learned, and I can't remember because I am—I want to say I learned it from somebody, at the maps coach. I, so when I got into real estate, one of the the first teams that I was on, the guy was a maps coach for Keller Williams, and he kind of had that you know daily daily routine, morning routine for for our team specifically. Yeah. But even before that, he and I were talking, and he was the one I think that called it the CEO morning. Like, what do your your CEO mornings look like? You're the CEO of your own business. You're the CEO of your life. So what are you doing in the morning to get yourself ready to go out and kill the day? And if that's meditating or reading a book or just staring at the wall or working out or whatever, go do that. Then go take a shower and then get ready and then go, you know, go do your day. And, and, uh, and like I said, I used to time block that shit out down to the minute, you know, or at least 10 minute increments. So there was always a little wiggle room. Um, and then I just stopped for a while. Now yeah. I'm getting back into it because I know that it works. It works for me. There's no right or wrong. I mean, some people might just be like, you're crazy. That doesn't work. <laughs> like, doesn't work for you. That's cool. 
<laughs> works for me. So yeah. <laughs> I know what I need to do to get out of the rut that I've been in and I've done it before and I'm going to go do it again. And I'm probably going to quit doing it a year from now and then get into another rut. Like, it's just the way, you yeah. know, it's things cyclical. Like you said, nobody's ascended beyond having to do this. So, yeah. And I think we just get, if it's, if it's a, an 80 year, 90 year um, process, you know, and you stick with it, you know, we just get better at getting back to, we get better at getting back to performance and routine. We get better at getting back on it versus, uh, you know, rejecting it rebelling against it yeah yeah and i mean that's a good good point this time when i do this i will i know i know there's certain things that i like i i can't work out in the morning i can i can work out in the morning um i don't like to and and so i know you know to 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 have the was the path of least resistance i guess i would say it's like i shouldn't try to work out in the morning because i will make up every damn excuse my like, I'll wake up and every day my brain will be like, "You might be sick today. You should probably not work out." <laughs> and I know that you know, so like, I won't do that. But I can yeah. put that in you know part of my lunch hour or right after work, and I'll do it without a problem because I'm already up and going. Right, right. It's just another fifteen minutes of some other activity or twenty right, minutes right. or whatever it is. But if yeah. I try to do that in the morning, I'll I'll like that little lesser self will just be going thousand miles an hour, telling me all the reasons why I shouldn't work out right so knowing that i i i now know my routine and how i need to shift it to maximize that even yeah yeah i love that (laughs) i I have two dogs and i didn't um i used to resent walking them i would walk them every day because that's i think that's what's right for them but i just it was like always this power struggle between my my oldest dog who's just uh, she's a rhodesian Rhodesian ridgeback and very (laughs) strong-headed and i'm like it was always this like, ah, stop sniffing stuff. We're we're going forward. This what we're doing is walking. We're not sniffing. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like stop slowing me down. And um, and in the last year, like I said, I was started getting to these places where I could reframe for myself my energy, and um, I got so excited about and and wound up in um, uh, the the affirmations I was saying, the things I was reaffirming in my head as I was walking my dogs that I the whole that whole thing fell away and it just was a an example of a routine that can feel frustrating to the same thing same route and everything just <laughs> i found a different inroad to how to be with the routine and it cha- completely changed the experience for me it's positive i love it now yeah I, it, this, we talked about it earlier but the 5k tuesdays like the first day like today first time i've run a 5k and two years or whatever it's been like I was dreading it I know I'm going to be sore shit tomorrow and the next day especially but next week when I do it again I I'm like I'm gonna feel better I'm gonna beat my time and back in the day when I first started doing that you know the first three or four times I was like why am I doing this this is stupid it's pouring down rain why I'm out I'm out running in the rain and cold and but then the next week I'm like ah, this is a little more fun and it also goes against or goes for what I was just saying with like trying to beat my own time and trying to beat myself and be better every time yeah yeah so you can't really do that with your dogs you're like I'm gonna try to beat my walk score by you know a minute this time or right my my dogs, I'm always like the opposite of what you were saying. I'm like, I'm walking you. You're not walking me. You guys need to slow down. Quit being psychos. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. I said W and they're both looking at me now like, what? Oh, no. The word. You said the word. 
yeah. said the word. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good, man. I love that about routine. I think the the secret for me is um, I don't need anybody to tell me what my routine is. I love the space to kind of figure out what works for me. And I love that we're sort of holding space for that in the Lumen Project. Like, look, you're mm-hmm. you're a grown-ass man. You can decide what works for you, you listening to this. But sometimes it's helpful to explore that and hear what other guys are doing for their routines. Um, and, you know, rather than be a, a, a lone ranger doing it by yourself, re- resenting that you have to do it or, or just resenting the whole thing altogether so you don't do it, why not put yourself in a conversation with other guys that are exploring that? Yep. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. That's the design. Well, cool. I think that was a good a good segue. <laughs> I think so. Where can we go, Jeff? You you do it this time. Where where can we go, Jeff? If we're yeah, we can go. Well, we you should go to thelumenproject.com if you're listening on YouTube or the podcast on whatever podcast platform. Don't forget to like and subscribe to that first of all. But then go to the Lumen Project. Check out what we're doing. If you're in Portland, we've got the event coming up, um, yeah. and you can apply to be part of the group so we can do the coaching calls and all that. I should call them coaching calls, but like group calls. Because we're not coaching per se. We're not telling you guys what to do or anything, but I just call it coaching calls for lack of better words. Uh, but yeah, to get involved, go to thelumenproject.com. And we yeah. also have a Facebook group that's the Purpose Driven Men Facebook group that will have the Lumen Project on it. Yep. Really good. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Well, I look forward to seeing all of you who are interested there. And um, Jeff, we'll catch you next time. All right, man. Take care. See you guys.